hello. Welcome in to another episode of Don't Quit Your Day Job. This is episode number 34. Uh, We got a doozy here for this one. I am going to be honest with everybody. This episode will probably have a lot of coughing in it. Um, I almost didn't podcast. If I'm being completely honest. So this one might be a little shorter because I feel like I'm going to be coughing like crazy. I was in Zooms all day today and at work and just can't stop coughing. Um, I got my inhaler and I just feel like, I don't know, my throat's really, really scratchy. So bear with me. This could be a normal episode, but if it does go shorter, um, it's just because I'm, I'm over sitting here coughing the whole time. <clears throat> and so you will hear that throughout the episode probably. <clears throat> and it's just hard to cut out, so I'm not going to waste my time. So went to the questions this week. Um, if some of you are like, damn, Jacob, why do we get such dark questions for this week? It was because I, on Wednesday, which would be yesterday, I recorded on Thursdays. And so yesterday, um, there was some pretty heavy news going around by people that, um, I care about that are around me. So I'm not gonna say names, not none, most people's business. Um, but old, old coworker of mine that just left. Um, her sister passed away in a car accident and then my old boss, um, ended up revealing that she has breast cancer. And so for me, I got both those news within the first couple hours of work. And this is hundred percent, not me putting this out there because I need any sadness or pity towards me. It's me feeling terrible for these people because I worked with them for a little while. Well, one was my manager and then the other one was a coworker that, um, I worked closely with her husband and we became good friends. And so to hear this kind of news, I feel like when you start realizing these kind of things, you start really being grateful for the life that you live or that we all live. You start realizing uh, the blessings that we have, whether it's just waking up our healthy bodies um, and, and that things could be so much worse and that things that we complain about every single day are so small um, on the scale of life that we really do live. And so I got that news. It was, it was definitely heavy. It was sad. <clears throat> I'm hoping that, um, Procore and my job can do something for that and, and really support um, those two people that that they deserve that support. They're awesome people. And so I put out some questions because I was really sitting and I wanted to talk. I was when I got that feeling of heaviness, I wanted to talk more about like that kind of energy for this week. Um, it's something that I just felt like, you know, I wasn't all ecstatic. I feel like on Wednesday. Today was a good day, though. I talked to my coworkers, and I mean, I always have a happy day. But it always sits in the back of my head. You know, it's kind of just back there that life can can change so fast. You know, one day it's amazing, and and next week you have no idea what's around the corner. And I know, I feel like I say something that's always really cliche, but in all honesty, that's just the reality of it. You know, and that's this is kind of the stuff that we remember it by, right? Um, you hear these stories in the news; it seems so far away, and then you hear these stories somebody close to you. And then, you know, the last thing you want to do is have it be somebody like relatives or family. And that's when stuff really kind of hits home. So for it to be like um, friends of mine and people that I used to work with and care about, it kind of really hits it hits closer to home of you realizing our, how great our life is and how grateful I am that my family is healthy. So <clears throat> our first question that I put out there was, what was the most difficult time in your life? And I felt like... Um, this week, I was expecting like a little bit, what's the word? Um, less interaction, I feel like, because in all honesty, you know, it's a pretty heavy energy. It's a negative energy. I feel like when I have more positive topics, 
I have, you know, 15, 16 responses and things to go off of. And this one was pretty light because I feel like it's hard to talk about this kind of stuff, especially if you like really don't have that connection with me. Right. So on Instagram, it was the same people that I feel like I'm already pretty close with responding to stuff. And I already have that bond with and that vulnerability with for people that are on Instagram and social media that don't really like we knew each other back in high school, but it's not anything close now. I understand why they're like, yeah, not going to answer this question. <clears throat> so for the most difficult time of your life, we had somebody said uh, when they got kicked out of their house, I feel you got kicked out of my house too, by my own mom gave her a hard time about that on Monday, by the way. Um, got kicked out of my house, no money, no car, no, no phone, couch surfing for month for months. Um, somebody else said moving uh, across the country. It was excited to, to do it, but uh, was hard to do and, and, and plan out. And then another was living with PTSD because of the robbery. Um, definitely heavy stuff overall. I, I kind of knew that was going to be coming in. <clears throat> Obviously, these questions are not uh, propped up to be very positive worded questions. I think while I was going with this question of why, you know, it was awesome to obviously these people already know. So we've talked about this kind of stuff um, and we've had deep conversation on this and been vulnerable about it, which I love is why I want to go to this point is because I feel like not many people talk about their difficulties, right? It's always about what we do. You always hear about that person that goes on a date and they talk about like they're like themselves all the time and they're bragging. And I just feel like it's, it's nice to sometimes know like what was the hardest point of people's lives. Can we learn from that point? Um, is there something there that we can all grow from? Different things like that. And so I feel like for myself, um, my like I, I just feel like so far life has gone pretty well. I've had like little difficult points. Um, and then I, I would just say that the, the difficult points in my life have gotten me to where I'm at today. So that's kind of like why these questions um, led the way they did. Definitely for me, if I had to like, say the most difficult part of my life was definitely, I would say like the moving out process, uh, finding a place to stay, um, and not really knowing like where I was going to, well, one, where I was going to stay. And then two, like paying rent when I actually did move in, uh, thinking I was going to go broke. And I feel like that's just like an easier, difficult time in life, right? Like people all have different levels. In fact, there's stuff you go through when you're younger, but I was so young. Don't even remember that kind of stuff. And so difficult times, um, I feel like kind of create who we are today. So a lot of the people, I mean, the people that respond to me on, on this questions are people that I know really well and are people that I know are strong and, and really well driven. And it kind of makes me happy that uh, people that go through tough times, I can see uh, benefits them kind of later on in life. And so after that, with what's the most difficult time in your life, we went into what helped with overcoming it. Now this one I, I loved. Um, staying positive, leaning on friends, friends are who, uh, what really got me through it. Uh, powering through, staying busy, keep it grinding. Don't lose focus, family, friends, God, and lots of therapy. Yes. Therapy is always a good thing. And that's why we had that previous episode of like going to therapy, talking about these kind of things, clearing it out, friends, family, obviously those were mentioned a couple of times, um, staying positive. I feel like staying positive is a hard one though. Um, when things get tough, I remember, I don't know, I don't know why uh, I just thought of the story right now, but I'm going to tell it. I was in a classroom and for some reason, like my teacher at the time, I was at SB, uh, Santa Barbara City College. And at that time, um, 
I don't feel like I was like really had many hardships or at least at that time I didn't realize like I didn't look at them as hardships. And he was just saying like, like a uh, life isn't linear. It's just, it doesn't always just like keep going up. It's like a roller coaster ride. It goes down, up, down, up. But sometimes it stays down for a while. I remember him like drawing the graph and it was going down and up. And I was like, I feel like life's been pretty good for like a, like the last like two years. Um, I don't know, but that's just how I feel like my life's going. And I remember like just like staring at that graph. And I'm not kidding you. Like literally <laughs> three months later, I ended up having my whole drinking thing and, and Big Bear. We came down at altitude sickness and that changed my whole life with anxiety and stuff like that for like a good year. My body didn't recover from altitude sickness for a while. And so I, I guess you could say I jinxed myself. But that's, I, I guess what's funny is that like, when I saw that graph, I was like, oh, like life didn't seem that bad. And then when it was like down for a while, I was like, dude, this is exactly what that I always think of the graph. I swear the graph being down there for a long time and the roller coaster never going back up. <clears throat> and so during those times, I feel like it's really hard just to stay positive. You're kind of hard on yourself. You don't want to get out of bed. You don't want to do anything. You're kind of just bummed out on, on the circumstances. And so I feel like staying positive is, is definitely hard. Leaning on friends. This is something I also wanted to say. Um, I feel like for females, like when I see like a groups of females for the most part, I feel like they have a really good friendship, really good groups of friends. Uh, they're very open and honest with each other. And us guys, I don't know what it is. So, well, it's obviously masculinity, a lot of ego. Us guys, a lot of times don't talk about this kind of stuff. Like I feel like my group doesn't um, at all, you know. Um, I would say like to reiterate back to the most difficult time of my life, uh, it was definitely when I was moving out. And then like this time last year, I'd say from like January, 2020 to like May of 2020, <laughs> were probably like my toughest time. I was going through a lot of stuff and I feel like then COVID hit. I was doing a lot of drinking at that time and kind of like going off, off the end of making dumb decisions. And so I feel like during that time when I was trying to kind of reach out to my guy friends, we'd all try to talk. It's hard to kind of be like yourself and vulnerable without like not looking like the man, you know, cause we get so in our ego and so that's why I've been trying to really over the last couple of months, like checking my friends more, talk to them more about serious stuff, life things. Cause I think it's gonna be important that the more that I grow, I'm gonna need people around me that can support me and talk to me. And that's why I like my coworkers, uh, like Crystal, Haley, Chelsea, all them I always talk to. The uh, girls are so good at listening and just like actually like talking about life. Like when I talk to them, it's like normal. When I talk to my guy friends, I swear it's like there's no, there's no I don't know the word. Like there's no like vulnerability, I guess is the easiest way to put it. Like there's no like going deep. Like, uh, like there's the game, the strangers game, but like we aren't strangers anymore, that card game. And there's a card that's like dig deeper to, to go deeper and learn about somebody. And I swear like that is not a thing uh, with guys. So friends, I think are important powering through. I mean, yeah, at some points, you know, you really just got to just put your head down, break through the wall and get it over with. Um, staying busy, keep grinding. That is definitely, I feel like, an important thing. But to separate the two, and what Nicole would always tell me, I love bringing Nicole up in this on these podcasts. Cause I just saw her yesterday, so I'm feeling bomb. Nicole uh, would always say, like, it's good to stay busy, but at the same time, like, like feel out your body and, and feel how you're feeling. Right? Um, busy can be distracting, and distracting is always good because you're not feeling your feelings. So. For me, staying busy during that time last year, January to May, to, through May, like with COVID, our job was super busy. I remember I was grinding and like really putting in a lot of work at that time. <laughs> and 
I was so busy that I was distracting myself and wasn't realizing all the dumb stuff that I was actually doing. So I'll be careful on the beat grind on, on the grinding thing. Um yeah. For question three, was there a lesson shown after your hardship? Um this is I feel like is a big is a big deal. So we have that even at your lowest, anything is possible. Don't give up so easily. And this I love because I'm a person that doesn't just like lay down and let things happen. Uh, planning is just an imp- as important as execution. Pivot when things are beyond your control. Yeah, I'm too stubborn for pivoting. I feel like I'm like such a stubborn person that I just can't I can't let things go like that. Um, you can take a positive out of every situation, out of every negative situation, and there can be a lesson learned out of every hardship. <coughs> Excuse me again. Um, and so I think that's the important part is that when we are going through these tough times, when we are going through these times of where we feel like, hey, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm over it, you know? Um, and to be honest, I mean, to be open and honest, that's how I've been feeling with the podcast a little bit lately. Um, it's been tough. If I, I guess this is going to be a little bit of a, a side topic, but the podcasting has been tough. A lot of content you're trying to think of, a lot of time you're putting into this to figure out what you're going to talk about. And I love coming in here and talking, right? It's great. But I wish that somebody could just hand me a script and you know, really just like not a script of what to say, but just like topics and stuff to talk about. Cause I love talking off the, off the top of my head and, and doing whatever. But for me, it's like thinking of this content all the time is so stressful. Um, especially when I'm working and I was talking to Nicole about it and she was like, I feel like you're kind of like over it. And I'm like, I'm not over it. It's just, if you think about content creators and a lot of us watch YouTube and do all this other stuff, those people have full time. They're full time content creators. They don't, you know, work at a Michi's Pizza delivering pizzas and also do content, right? Like they do full time content. So me, like working a full time job and doing this, <coughs> has become kind of difficult because I'm trying to constantly think of new things to talk about. So that's where I feel like, um, something that I've I've been noticing that I'm having a hard hard time with. But there's a lesson in in why you're kind of going through that hard time. And so with the podcasting, it's been something that I'm trying to figure out what is the lesson here that I'm learning um, by doing this every single week. Is there something that, you know, I know people like reach out to me and text me and say, I must say love that I do this. Uh, it's usually shouts like Tati, Emily, my mom, grandparents, obviously. Um, I love when people reach out and say something and, and, and look forward to this. But at the same time, it's like, at what point does my happiness come first type of thing? So I've been telling myself, you know, I'm going to keep on going and just let, let it go. And I have some ideas. I'll talk about that at the end of the show, have some, have a good announcement, but in that hardship, and obviously like me determining my podcast is not much of a hardship, right? Let's not act like that's like the toughest decision in the whole entire world. But I'm saying in these hardships that these people responded to me to, whatever we're going through, there's always usually a lesson at the end where you look back and you're like, not glad you went through it, but it definitely helped you and uh, what you're going through at that time. And so I agree with uh, what one person said that even at your lowest, anything is possible. And I feel like that's where we really start realizing who we are um, as people is at that lowest point that man, we really crawled out of the ditch. Yeah. We, we finally figured it out. Um, and so I think that's what I've been trying to focus on uh, seeing, you know, when I got the news on Wednesday about those, those two coworkers, one about a sister passing, I just started, I don't have a sibling. So I started thinking about my mom or my dad or a loved one passing away so suddenly and just like what I would do. Like I just, I just sat there at work and I was like, I don't even know what I would do. It's so like, 
freezing, right? It just kind of freezes you up. And I just, that's why I started thinking about all these questions and really thinking about, you know, what am I grateful for? What, what am I going to, you know, not what am I going to do if that happens? I'm not trying to wish that happens, but like, you know, eventually this kind of stuff happens. And, um, it was just really sad to think about and what, what the hell is like, what the hell would life be teaching you in that? You know, what is life trying to teach you that like, with, with somebody passing away that's so close to you? It's so sad to think about. And, you know, mom, we're even talking and, and we're talking about like possibly, um, you know, her moving to San Diego, if things work out, my dad might move out here. My grandparents, I would hope would move out here. Uh, my mom told me that my grandma was 75 and I almost freaking fell over. Not to, not to throw your age out there, grandma, but it was, I was nervous. I'm like, damn, like that's, you know, I don't want to scare her. I think I'm going to scare her if she listens to this, but I just, I, you start thinking the thoughts, you know, and you're just like, damn, I really want to make sure I spend time. So if all these people come out to San Diego, I was already saying, I'd be careful because I've been out here by myself doing really well. But if I get my closest people out here in my backyard, it's going to be dangerous. We're going to really be doing some good stuff out here. So <clears throat> overall, there's always a lesson to be shown with hardship, but I feel like sometimes you're kind of questioning what the hell are, are you going to, you know, with those two situations that I talked about earlier in the episode, what are you trying to show me? Um, you know, for my manager situation, she has two kids. I'm like, dude, I can only imagine what the kids are going through. I'm probably so confused. Um, and it was just so, it was so powerful over to make that she made a post about it and like everybody reacted and it was so powerful to see, um, her do that. I had to comment and just say like, it's so powerful to see and how awesome, um, she's handling it with a big smile as always. She's always smiling and how to shave her head and go through the process. And her husband shaved his head too. So it was just, it was great to see, um, a truly like happy moment for a really sad situation. So for question number four, <clears throat> what scares you about the future? And I, I think one of these led right into where we were going. Uh, one person said climate change. Yeah. I mean, eventually like with climate change for people, I don't believe it. I mean, I just, come on now. I mean, that's just, that's, we're not even, we're not even like walk down that road. Um, if you don't believe in it, then I'm not even on that conversation with you. And then two, um, if that, if that kind of stuff starts affecting our world and the world's over, I mean, we're all done. We're all done for. <clears throat> so that won't, don't even matter about what kid or grandkids or what job you have, you know, it, doesn't, it really doesn't matter at that point. Um, that there might be a time when I lose my job, house, car, get divorced and feeling too low. Wow. Um, this is a person I'm really close to. So I, I just don't, I don't see that happening. I know you listen to this podcast. So one, I'll support you no matter what. And I would, I would be there for you. And two, I just think that, you know, that's just our brain. Our, our mind gets ourselves running and, and gets ourselves going. And you just kind of got to, not let yourself get ahead of that. Life's going to be good. We got, we're, we're, we're on positive vibes. Negative question, negative energy, positive vibes. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, can't accurately predict the future. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody wants to know. I guess a good question would be like, if you could know, would you want to know? Like for me, I don't think I would want to know. Like truthfully, I, I think if somebody walked up to me and asked me, hey, do you want to know what your future is? I don't think I would tell them I want to know. There is a beauty to not knowing what's going to happen. There is a sadness when you're going through the lows. There is a sadness of not knowing when that low is going to be over. But there is a beauty to not knowing what's going to happen. And knowing what's going to happen kind of just ruins the whole thing. Then you just know, you know, it's like watching a movie. You know the movie. You never go back and watch the movie. You're not like stoked to watch it again 
or if I put you in the middle, you're not stoked to finish it off. You know, like I'd be like oh, you being halfway through a movie. And I tell you the ending, the last half, like you're not going to be that stoked for. So I feel like it just kind of takes away from feeling the emotions of the highs and the lows, realizing you're in a low, accepting you're in a low. This sucks. Giving, digging yourself out the ditch, getting to the high, realizing the high, feeling the high, and then being grateful for the high because you know what it felt like to be at the low. That's awesome. But knowing when the highs and lows are going to come, I feel like it's kind of just like crappy. And what if I, what if they said like, Hey, in two months, like life's going to be crappy. And then there's next 60 days. You're not even going to enjoy life. You're just going to be like, well, in 60 days, now in 58 days, well, now in 54 days, life's going to suck. Like that's not a life to live. So no, I can't accurately predict. I get that scares you, but uh, that's not, I don't, I don't want to know. And my inevitable loss of my parents. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, knock on wood. My parents are luckily young. Dad's dad just turned 50. Uh, just out of my dad's age too, but whatever. He's looking good 50. Mom, about to turn 50. Doesn't look a day over 30, either of them. And so for that, that those thoughts, the inevitable thoughts, yeah. Like, yeah, that that's definitely like, we've, we've all thought about it. But it doesn't cross my mind that much because knock on wood, I just feel like they're healthy. But you never know. For my grandparents, that's where you cross crosses that mind more often. And it's a very sad thought. And I feel like it's always at night. You know, never like, it's never like 11 o'clock and I'm walking out in the sun and I'm thinking about um, those kind of topics, you know, like for myself at nighttime, I swear like every time when it's nighttime and I go to bed, I think I'm talking about thinking about death of my own self. Like, Oh, like when am I going to die? Or like these negative topics, it's always at nighttime. And there's actually, I think been a study on it too, where like negative thoughts come in at nighttime, which makes sense because they always say like getting out in the sun and everything and sunlight vitamin D, all that kind of stuff helps with positive thoughts. And then when you're in your room, pitch black, it would make sense why you get negative thoughts, but I'm not a scientist. So I have no idea. <clears throat> now for questions of the week, let's keep it moving. Um, we have, how has my perspective on the world changed over time? I would say my perspective has changed because I feel like the older I've gotten, I feel like the older you get, the more cruel that you realize everything is. Um, man, when you're young, you're nine or 10, floating around, doing sports and all that, you know, life is so easy and dandy. And then even at 18, you think life's hard. You graduate high school and you think life's all tough. You go to college. Then you get out of college, you go to work, you think life's still, you know, it's like every year that goes by, you're more of an adult. You start really realizing life's just tough. It's hard. It's a grind, you know? And now I realize why when I was the um, 24-year-old, well, I guess I was 25. I just turned 20. I just turned 25 when I started working. <clears throat> but when I was a 25-year-old screwing around in the office, having a good old time coworker, I can understand why the older people were kind of looking at me and being like, dude, what the hell, you know? Because they're over it. Every year that goes by, you're more of an adult. You're like, dude, this, this adulting thing ain't it. I want to go back to when I was young. I didn't care at all. So my perspective of the world in that sense has changed that it's, it's cruel. It's hard every day. It's a roller coaster. Um, I think I've also changed my outlook on relationships. The way I perceive people, 
Um, if you talked to me when I was 22, I could give a crap about anybody else besides myself. Probably even 24 and 25. It's been like since like G- like January of this year, I feel like, and more and more importantly, probably like around March of this year is when I started really focusing on like caring about my relationships around me and people and what what my decisions will make to others and things of that nature. Um, that's just I think growing up as an adult and realizing the things that you do affect other people. Um, so that's how my perspective has changed for that. Next question is, if you found out today was your last day on earth, what would I do? That's a great question. I would travel a bunch. So I'm assuming if my last day on earth, I had 24 hours. I guess traveling would be the best thing, right? Because I'd be able to plan for like 11 of it. If I wanted to go to Europe, plan for 11 hours. Now I'd get there. I only have 13 hours to really travel and do fun stuff. So I don't think maybe that wouldn't be the best thing to do. Um... So last day on earth, I'd probably stay local. I would honestly probably just go eat a shit ton of different food. I'm a foodie at heart. If you know me, I know you know I love food. A uh, little side story. <clears throat> I was training this team on doing um, our project cap increases at our job. And they're such a fun team to train and work with. Um, just a group of girls that are really smart and get shit done. And I was telling them that I'm going to visit Austin and that I'm a foodie, and that I love to eat. And then we literally talked about, I couldn't even train for like 10 minutes. We were just talking about food and all the food we we're going to eat, the barbecue and stuff we we're going to uh, eat in Texas. And so for me, I, I would probably just go around and eat food all the time and just really snack, enjoy my favorite foods, and just, you know, leave Earth fat and happy. Nothing wrong with being fat and happy, right? Um, so yeah, that would be, be my thing. But that is going to be it for today's episode. Uh, my throat is literally killing me right now. I, I knew even after 25 minutes that this was going to be um, an absolute throat wrencher. I feel like I feel like a frog right now. And I'm losing my voice kind of. Um, but big news, a big announcement. One, I'm taking next week off fully. Uh, I want to take a week off in general. And then also it's our quarter end for my job. Wednesday's the 30th. Thursday on the 1st, I'll be doing a lot of reporting and having to get stuff done. And the last thing I want to do is worry about podcasting. So if you're listening to this, I'll put a post on Instagram as well. I am taking next week off fully. And then the week after that, I'm planning on having my first guest. It will be my mother, her birthday present. Um, It might be the week after that. I might either I might either do it the week after my break or take two weeks off and do her on the third week. Either way, the next podcast that I do will be a guest and it will be with my mom. And even bigger news is I think she's going to be my new co-host. So to all of you people that have met my mom um, and have talked to her and know how great she is as a person, I was kind of tired of telling you guys about her all the time. And then two... We talk every week for hours, um, usually on Wednesdays and Thursdays. And when I was talking to Nicole, I wanted to kind of rivet up the podcast. I, I kind of tired of myself talking all the time. I'm telling you, I tell everybody, record yourself talk for 30 minutes. It's a long ass time. It gets very taxing. And I'm just, you know, I want more dialogue. I love people. Me and my mom already talk anyways. And I feel like it's a unique thing, right? Who the hell does a podcast with their mom? My mom's dope. She's cool as hell. And I can do a podcast with her. Nobody else can really say that. So it's going to be me and my mom as the new podcast duo. Do a couple episodes, see how we like it. Probably rebrand it. And then uh, just 
Mama and me. So I'm excited for that. That's that. That's a big announcement I got. We're throwing mom in the mix. And so it won't just be my voice. So next time you hear me, it'll be an episode as my mom is a guest for her birthday. And after that, she'll be fully on the episodes every single week. So I'm excited for the questions everybody's going to put in. I'm excited for every uh, response and all the things that you're going to get to meet her and stuff. So I'm stoked on it. I can't wait. Um, so to all of you right now, they're like, oh my God, that's going to happen. Yeah, it's finally happened. Tina is going to be on the podcast. So I appreciate the support as always. Um, I'll put out those posts, let everybody know just in case they don't get the support in the episode. But um, I know it was a short episode, so I apologize. But my mom coming in, we're going to have probably some really banging episodes, funny episodes, just a lot of stuff to talk about. And I don't have to talk as much, right? I'm going to let her take the lead on that kind of stuff because I've been talking for 34 straight episodes of way too damn long. So I'm excited for that. Thank you again, as always. And I will talk to you all, not next week. I'll talk to you all in two weeks minimum, maybe three weeks. Peace.